Welcome to the RSVP In Conversation With member podcast. RSVP is a member community for the global luxury wedding and party industry. And every week I interview a different member. After half an hour, you'll know them like old friends. Sit back and enjoy. My guest today describes herself thus. I originated from Liverpool, but moved to Watford around the age of five. A little scouser venturing into Cockney territory, I was playfully teased about my accent at nursery school. This seemingly marked the start of my performance journey as I learned to adapt and speak with the Watford dialect at school while maintaining my scouse accent at home, a rather strange quirk in hindsight. I am very proud of my roots and believe no one has quite as quick wit as a northerner. I do support that being a fellow one. I love going home to the city to catch up with family and to work out on my sharp and sassy sense of humour. Throughout my school years, I relished the experience and formed enduring friendships with a close-knit group of girls, a bond that remained strong nearly after three decades. Despite being reasonably bright, I wasn't one who loved to study hard, preferred to make my friends laugh in class or organise terrible fashion shows or dance performances like a scene from Mean Girls. Instead, I relied on an innate self-assuredness, believing I could ace things without excessive worry, a fearless trait that has proved advantageous in my career, always eager to seize opportunities and confront challenges head-on. I've since developed a deep appreciation for self-education and a commitment to personal and professional growth. Other ambitions, including being a forensic detective without any university education, could have proved tricky. I love listening to a good true crime podcast on a long drive home from a job to unwind, or watching trashy TV whilst doing a Joe Woods workout in the kitchen as a reward for the burpees. I feel most content in my beautiful home where someone was murdered, but that's another story. Cooking is one of my signature roasts with a house full of family and a large glass of red or taking a lovely beach walk with my dog. My approach to life is light-hearted and fun with a refusal to take myself too seriously. My journey in the, the entertainment world has been remarkable, including performances alongside numerous celebrities, including Alicia Keys, Rod Stewart, Robbie Williams, Anthony Costa, Paddy McGuinness, Britt Eklund, and many, many more. I recently performed for a major Hollywood movie star who was one of my first ever crushes on their significant milestone birthday, which was quite a surreal and fabulous moment. My performing aspirations sparked at a young age, and by 19, I graced the West End stage, taking on iconic leading roles in widely recognised shows. And we might hint at that later. This set the stage for touring across the UK and beyond, constantly working with and meeting new friends and colleagues and enjoying the company of people from all walks of life. In 2010, I made the deliberate shift from the West End stage to channel my expertise into the business world. Fueled by passion and creativity, I founded the globally acclaimed show band Aston Band, leaving an indelible mark on the entertainment industry. I hold a profound affection for travel, great food and beverages, all their delightful forms and laughter. Epitomizing a modern-day Renaissance woman just about balancing the many facets of life, having previously spent time living in Australia, Liverpool, London and Lebanon. Currently, I reside in South Wales with two beautiful children, a little ginger cockapoo, and my very, very Welsh husband, Ryan. Welcome, Susie Aston. Well, uh, considering I struggled to write that, it's quite a difficult task, that writing stuff about yourself. It was pretty long, so sorry, listeners. Sorry about that. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> well, I should have maybe 
just edited it a little bit, and, you know, <laughs> and I and I stumbled quite a lot doing it as well. As, you did as it beautifully, you notice, James. You, Absolute pro. Well, I don't think I'm going to be an narration artist. That's all I can say <laughs> in life. So let's let let's go back to Watford. Let's then break and, it down. Well, Liverpool and then Watford. You were um, a little tyke, it would seem. Well. And do you have a first memory? And was it in Liverpool or was it in Watford? Well, um, actually, my first sort of memory is is it moving to Watford and the little girls in the nursery class, whatever it's called, reception, said to me, you speak funny. And I, I really vividly remember that. And not that it affected me in a negative way. I was like, oh, okay then, I'll, I'll speak like you then from now on. So that's what I mentioned in that thing. I, I guess that's where the performance kind of kicked in. And like I said, I used to speak Scouse at home with my parents and all my family, and then at school speak with a Watford accent. It's very friggin' weird, that, isn't it? Do you think, though, that maybe school was the first performance you did? What, in terms of being on the stage well, and, well, and things, or just changing my accent? Yes, changing your accent when you go... Well, I guess so, yeah. Kicked off my acting skills there, age four <laughs> or five. She was destined for the stage. Des- destined for it, destined <laughs> for it. The... Um, now, one question that we ask everyone is, is what was your first gig? What's your favourite band? Now, you can't name your own band. I'm sorry. No, you, no, you can't no. Do. I'm sorry. So is there a particular style of music that you really love, you go and pay and see a band for? I love, obviously love lots of different music, but my first gig that I went to, which you're going to love, James, was Take That. Take That. And I was a big fan of Robbie. You are a lady of that certain age, aren't you, really? Yes, that's right. And um, I loved Robbie Williams. I was just a huge fan of Robbie Williams. And then you mentioned uh, some of the celebs in the thing. I'll just do some name dropping now. Uh, I did an adult pantomime with Paddy McGuinness and Robbie's best friend, Jonathan Wilkes. And Robbie came and joined us on stage for the finale of one of the songs. And I can confirm, ladies and gents, he still got it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, wonderful. wonderful. But yeah, in terms of music, um, obviously I love all kinds of music and I have favourite music for different moments. So if I'm in the garden, if it's a barbecue, we're out in the garden, I'll have, you know, big Ibiza DJs on. If I'm chilling in the back kitchen making dinner, it'll be John Mayer or Zero Seven or, you know, that kind of uh, Empire of the Sun. Um, and then during the school runs and long drives with the children it's an education so at the moment we're listening to tears for fears which actually was another of my first memories that everybody wants to rule the world yes Uh, i remember walking into a social club when i was younger and a a dj must have been setting up and that song everybody wants to rule the world is one of my first memories of music like really capturing me even when i listen to it now that opening uh, melody is it just gives me goosebumps. And now my little girl is loving that as well, alongside Fleetwood Mac. And Yacht Rock is uh, is something that happens in the in the car a lot lately. So What's Yacht Rock? It's it's that kind of, um, I'll have to show you, you know, Michael McDonald and, and things like that. It's uh, Ryan is very into that kind of thing. I, I can't even think of the artist now, but yeah. Yacht Rock, Google it. It's good. All right, I will do. I will do. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a favourite film, TV show or genre? Well, I tell you what I'm watching at the moment, The Morning Show. Yes, I am. I yeah. am as well. It's the it, first series. Yes. Isn't it incredible? Yes. Jennifer Aniston. Wow. Did you see the episode on Wednesday when she was in bed with John Hap? 
you could see almost everything she had. Really? Oh, lucky you. Yes, yes. Well, I don't know how far along I, I'm. I'm season two now. Where are you up to? Oh, right. Oh, no, I'm in season three. It's coming out weekly. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay. Well, oh, I've only sorry. just jumped on and I'm on season two and I, I just can't believe the, the writing, the plot, the acting. It's just, it's rock to my world, actually. I'm loving it. Okay, is Mitch Kessler dead yet, or have I just spoiled it for you? This is a spoiler alert. What if, what if people haven't watched oh, it? Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. He's just fell off a cliff, so yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, he did, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he drove into Lake Como. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yes, he did, yes. He drove into Lake Como, yes. yeah. Good way yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. If you're going to go into a lake, you might as well be Lake Como. Exactly, think, a bit know, of glam. That point in, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, the morning show is is pretty good pretty good right then okay you a favorite food cuisine if you could if you could have any chef in the world come into your home well I, I i like to eat fairly healthily if i can if we don't include booze um so i i, I love sushi and my little girl loves sushi and, and i would say that's probably my favorite but as you mentioned in the the opening statement. Uh, I used to live in Lebanon for a little while and Lebanese cuisine is just wonderful as well. So I really love Lebanese cuisine. If I was having a, a chef round to, to make me stuff, it would be Japanese, I think, and definitely sushi. Okay, in your home, and I'm sure mm -hmm. it's an extensive home. I mean, I can see a recording studio where I am now, <laughs> so, you know. That's what you get if you live in Wales, James. If you live in Wales, you get a whole lot of bang for your buck. You do, you do, definitely. So I'm sure you have this in your home already, but in your home you have a, a fantastic bar, fully stocked with absolutely everything. And behind the bar is a very hot bar, and it could be Ryan or it could be somebody else. Yeah, okay? yeah. And, the, and, the, and they're going to make you any drink in the world that you want. What is your go-to drink? My go-to is a spicy margarita. I do like a spicy margarita, but okay. I have to pace myself because mm -hmm. these days I can't, I, I like to drink, but I'm not very good at it. So, like, two drinks in and yeah, I'm well, lit. Um, but, yeah, spicy margarita. Just to let you know, yeah. I mean, um, I am older than you, but just to let you know, it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I can't I can't cope with hangovers these days. It's, it's, it's a real thing, isn't it? It's bad. But, yeah, I do. I love a glass of champagne as well, a glass of red. Like, uh, but if I'm going for a cocktail, it'll be tequila-based. In your home, we have Mr. Nobu coming in to do Japanese food. Yes, and we lovely. Have, uh, also, a Lebanese chef as well, because he's going to do a fusion. Why not? Do, yeah, do both get kinds. the grilled meats. Um, yeah, amazing dinner party with those two types of food. And then you've got dirty martinis everywhere and every Oof. other drink you possibly ever want. Okay? Yes. So who do you have around the table? Who is your dream dinner party? Now, this could be anyone, alive or dead, people yeah. that you've met, famous or not famous, family, friends. Who would you have around the table? This is such a tough question, isn't it? It's such a tough question. It's an interesting one. I'm thinking of doing a separate podcast just on just this. for this. <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, I like to keep things light, so I'd make sure the table is. I, I don't like getting too deep into convo. I just want to laugh. So, I, I think we'll 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 sprinkle the Hollywood glamour. So let's get some of the comedy actors and actresses from Hollywood. So my favourites, I mean, we're talking a lot about crushes here, aren't we? But, yeah, um, yeah, go on then. 
Jason Bateman. All right, I'll reel them off for you. Jason Bateman, Paul Rudd, Chris Pratt. Get all those. Let's get Jenny Aniston in because she's rocking my world a bit at the moment. I'll definitely be there if she's there. You're invited. You're invited. Christina Applegate. I love. Do you know what? I listened to a podcast recently and there was this female comedian. Um, it was an Adam Buxton podcast. It's brilliant for, you know, the drive home if I'm not listening to someone getting murdered. And he had a, a guest on called Tash Demetrio. And I, I, I don't really know who she is, but she's, she really made me laugh. So she she's coming. Ta Morgana Robinson. Do you know Morgana? She's uh, anyone that's not from Britain yes, won't I know do. these people. But I just she, find her hilarious. Um, yeah, she had a show, but she's also she's in the Windsors and she's Pippa in the Windsors, isn't uh, she? I haven't seen the Windsors. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Is see it great? the Windsors. It's, okay. It, it's just. It's the biggest piss take on the royal family you could oh. ever ever have, and but 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 just completely over the top and stupid. So it isn't, you know, it isn't real. Yeah. Uh, and but everyone's a really uglier version of William and Kate and things like that. But 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 and they just go to their stereotypes. So no, amazing. But, so Pippa is actually after Harry. Okay. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> In it, yeah, yeah. But Morgana Robinson plays she's, Pippa. She's as this brilliant. Scheming. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Good. I mean, yeah, I, I just like to keep things light in in life in general. So all the comedy people, um, and also my friends and family, like that I never get to see because I live in Wales. Some of them are in Dubai, here, there, and everywhere, and life gets in the way, and work takes precedence. So get all the girls down as well. Okay, wonderful, great dinner party. Can't wait, and, and there's yeah. about to be some music. You'll probably end up singing as well. Oh. Oh, I won't point. be singing. No, I won't be singing, <laughs> but there will be definitely music, yes. <laughs> right. And so after you've done quite a few gigs, you need to rest your voice, just get away from it all. Where, what do you do and where do you go and who with? Well, I, love, I, I do love to travel with the kids, actually. One of my favourite things is being on an aeroplane, sat next to the two kids, choosing what film we're going to watch, looking at the little menu to see what food we're going to have. And we often um, go to Dubai or Abu Dhabi. So firstly, my best friend from school, Melanie, lives out in Dubai now. She used to live in Abu Dhabi. So it just feels familiar. There's a fabulous place in Abu Dhabi called Nurai Island. Have you heard of that, James? I haven't, no. It's flipping awesome. Okay. Um, I nearly dropped the F bomb there because that's how good it is. <laughs> um, and it, basically, so we were in the Maldives for New Year's Eve. Maldives is amazing, but it's so far away. This place in yeah. Abu Dhabi, it's a little secret. I shouldn't actually tell everyone because now it's going to not be a secret anymore, but I'm going to tell you RSVP beauties. Um, Nurai Island, you have to get a little boat there and it just feels exactly like the Maldives, but half the flight time, uh, probably half the cost, and it's just a little paradise. So Nurai Island, check it out, you guys. Well, we'll try and do an RSVP event. Let's there. bloody do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> Sold. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Um, now, everyone has a bucket list, and I imagine you've done some things on it, but what's, what is there left on, on your bucket list? Oh, God, this is such a tough question. I don't know really. Uh, uh, we were speaking to someone about this recently. Like it was a business coach, and she was like, "What would you do if you had more spare time?" I don't know. I'm such a workaholic. I don't think that far ahead, really. Um, my bucket list. I would like to be. Uh, I, I like to take Holly's slot on this morning now. Now Holly Willoughby's gone. Get well, me on this morning. You might as well there go is. For it. 
So yeah, yes. some sort of. Yes. Well, what yeah. I used to do uh, was acting and things. And I do. I've lately I've started missing acting and and things like that. So maybe there's uh, I don't know something along those lines. Well you, well, you wouldn't have to sit next to Philip Schofield anyway. No, if you got the job. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Okay. He's gone as well, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, do you have a, a special unknown talent? Obviously, you can sing, you can act, and you can probably dance and, uh, and do all that kind of thing on stage. But is is there something else? I mean, maybe when you get really, really drunk, does you know, do you backflip onto a mantelpiece or something? What have or, you heard, James? Or... What have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so when I get really, really drunk, um, I do like to uh, do a bit of Russian dancing on the dance floor. And wake up the next oh, wow. day feeling a little bit fearful and with sore shins. So, um, yeah, the Russian dancing. And also, um, I, I used to be quite good at an accent, actually, but I'm not so sure if I am these days. So don't make me do it. Which kind of accent? Or any All kind accents. of accents? I used to just oh, right. okay. love an accent. Okay. Oh, cool. We can maybe compare them then later on after <laughs> the recording has stopped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, apart from singing, do you have another favourite art form? Is it um, film? I, film, well, art, fil yeah, film, floristry, I suppose. Architecture. Architecture. I love architecture. I love interior design. Um, I love fashion. But I do, yeah, I do love acting, actually. Um, and as I say, I've been, I have been watching quite a lot of movies lately. We, what we do, like I mentioned in Wales, you get a lot of bang for your buck. So we do have a bit of a, a attic slash studio up here and it's got a big sort of cinema space. Sounds very posh. It's not really. And we, we, I need to tell you about the murder, don't I? We need to get back onto that. Well, well, <laughs> it, it is on the list. Don't you worry. We are right, getting we'll there. Get back okay. To... Okay. So, okay. Um, so what we do with the kids at the moment is, uh, it's probably a bit late for them to be staying up from school, but we about eight o'clock at night when we're all finished doing what we need to do, we come upstairs, we start watching films. So we've been slamming through um, all the classics. So we've just finished all the Rockies. Okay. I've got I've got mm -hmm. video footage of the kids watching that. It's it's epic. You know, Mrs. Doubtfire, E.T. at six and nine. So they probably shouldn't. We we just oh, watched oh, Terminator okay. as well. So they probably shouldn't be watching that. It was a, it was a bit much actually. But hey, we've got to have we've got well, to have some enjoyment that, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably too young to get that the fact that that could happen to us with the AI. I know it's happening AI now. Handling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But, yeah, but to yeah, be honest, yeah. I'd never watched all of those sorts of films and all the Marvel films. I've never been into them. But now that I've discovered, you know, Chris Pratt, I'm 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 involved. I like it. Guardians okay, of the Galaxy, wonderful, wonderful. sold. Those movies, The Guardians of the Galaxy, are very funny. They're, They're very good. They're really great. And yes. I just never thought I was into it's, those uh... kind of things, but I'm really enjoying them, especially like with the kids. It's it's nice to... We did Stranger Things as well as a, as a family, and there was, um, yeah. and it was all sort of okay until someone ended up in the ceiling um, with their limbs like breaking in half. And I thought, maybe this isn't quite right for my six-year-old. So, yeah. The thing I love about Guardians of the Galaxy is the music. Brilliant. It's like the 1970s. 80s, the well, yeah, it's 80s, 70s. Great the, music. But the soundtrack is just, it just gets going. It does it. And that's why I love music so much. Music really can just take you back to an era or like change your mood. Music is great. It's, it's fantastic. I am biased, but you um, know. Well, well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> right then. Okay. Right. True Prime. I mean, is it life imitating art in terms of, of, of your domestic arrangements that you listen to true crime podcasts all the time? So tell us, 
<laughs> what happened in your house? Well, this is a good story, guys. Buckle up. Um, so where we live now, uh, we live in a place called Port Talbot in Wales, which is where my husband's from. He's very Welsh. So we were looking for a new house and uh, he was like, we've got to go and see this house. I didn't want to live in Port Talbot because it's uh, an industrial town. There's a big steelworks. Uh, our house is right next to the M4 motorway, which uh, is quite a busy yeah, road. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. want to live in Port Talbot. I, uh, anyway, we walked into this house and I was like, wow, I love it because you can afford much more for your, your money in Wales. Um, Ryan knew this house of old. So his friends used to live here when when he was at school and he used to come to this house and think, wow, this is amazing. If ever, like he manifested it, I suppose. Not that he believes in all that kind of stuff, but he, he did, he imagined living here. Anyway, it came up for sale, we, we came to see it, blah, blah, blah. But the dad of Ryan's friends strangled the mother here. Oh. So, so yeah, there was a murder no. in our house. Oh, and do you know which room or, or do you, I don't do, know do you which room. I don't know which room, but my, <laughs> okay. we, we bought the house and the next day we, we went next door to the neighbours. They were like, come and have a cup of tea, come and have a cup of tea. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we saw the body getting pulled out. Of the, I was like, oh, oh God, <laughs> please. But I tell you what, I feel, I mean, I don't believe in ghosts and all that kind of malarkey, but I love the energy of my house never for one minute does it become a thing or do we think about it it's just such a great vibe in our house so everywhere's got a, a history hasn't it but yeah i wonder if that is why i like the true crime podcast <laughs> well um the two questions that spring to mind was did the estate agent tell you and b was it a bargain price well it wasn't it was a bargain price. i think yeah i recommend getting a murder house guys you get uh, an absolute <laughs> steal um but i think uh, i think pretty much everyone around the area knew about it so ryan knew about it anyway um uh, but when i walked into that kitchen i was like sign me up <laughs> seen the the body okay. the, the chalk <laughs> drawn out on the, on the, the don't lift up the rug off. yeah <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Oh. Okay, right. Well, we'll we'll go back to some more standard questions <laughs> rather than um, from that point of view. Yeah. Anyway, so in ten years, do you want to be doing anything different, or do you want to be doing the same with some teenage children? Well, I am going to have teenagers night? there, aren't I? So I'll probably be a taxi driver trying to pick them up from nightclubs. I probably in ten years won't be able to still jump around on stage in a five inch heel. So I I still want to do what we do. I love work so much. I, I I mean, I know your job isn't supposed to be your identity, but it very much is like we, I'm just, I love it so much. And I'll probably take a back seat from performing maybe and just keep nurturing the talent that we've got and keep doing what we do really. I love it. Now what frustrates you? What don't you like? <laughs> I don't like liars gossip drama arrogant people judgy people i just like what you see i'm a very much what you see is what you get kind of person if i've ever got an issue with someone i'll tell them and we can iron it out i don't like yeah like two-facedness or, or gossip and drama i've just got no time for it you're a very rsvp person there. Oh well, <laughs> those are, those are the, the those are the things that we well I don't like. And I don't like it. Don't like I've got no time for it. It's yeah, it's just um, you don't really need it in your life. Now you must have done lots of naughty things in your life. How dare you, James? 
<laughs> but yes, I have. So, do you want to, te- do, do you want to tell us any naughty stories or tell us a naughty joke or both, actually? Well, yeah, well you it know can what? be before you were married. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I no, I have... Um, Actually, as much I I do have a, a potty mouth, I swear way too much. I am vulgar at times and like sassy sense of humor and all that. But really, I am um, a good girl because my I always have this like Jiminy Cricket conscience on my shoulder. Oh, what did my mum and dad think? Oh, you know. So I I do have a quite a strong moral compass, I, I suppose. But some naughty things I did when I was younger. Um, I was speaking to my mum about this actually, and I was like. Was I ever really that bad? She was like, oh, I was a bit of a madam at times. I'm sure I gave them a bit of grief with sass and and whatnot. But one time I sneaked out. I was probably about 14 or 15 and pretended to go to like an underage disco, you know, under 18s or whatever. But I didn't. I went out to a bar and there was karaoke on at the bar. And I ended up singing a duet with the owner of the bar and winning the karaoke competition and like just coming <laughs> home. <laughs> what song was it? It was um with a trophy. <laughs> with a frigging bottle of champagne. So I was like <laughs> I was like, Mum, uh, I sneaked out, but they they like a little drink as well. So I, I I like it was my peace offering. I have snuck out and I I shouldn't have gone there, but here's your champagne. It was um as Mary J. Blige and uh, George Michaels. So yeah. And also another time I remember, I sneaked out again. <laughs> There's a theme here. And we got flashed at. We got flashed at oh, when we were waiting to be picked up. And then I was like, oh, like I didn't want to tell my parents and whatnot. But then the police got involved and then the police went to my parents like, uh, just to let you know that we've da da da. I'm like, what are you on about? They, they had no idea. I hadn't actually told them about the incident. But Did you have to go and identify it? <laughs> I'd recognise that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> okay okay that's wonderful right we're coming to the end of our no. time together <laughs> i'm afraid i'd love to talk to you all day I, I, it was I really fun would. actually james but, yes it's good so thank you Susie aston champagne winner for which singing has never been a mission impossible hint hint and after today we are all hopelessly devoted to you hint hint <laughs> thank you thank so you much. much thank you bye bye thank you for listening if you wish to join rsvp please go to the website rsvp.club or email me james at rsvp.club our next large event is in istanbul in april 2024 see you all next week